Welcome back to another episode of Nightcaps at the Theater. You've caught us in the middle of our amuse-bouche segment, where we take a look at pop culture, be it TV, movies, and potpourri throughout the week. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and I'm constantly whistling through the graveyard. And who are my fellow co-hosts at the table tonight? I am uh, I'm Matt, and like always, I, I, I forget to prepare an intro. <laughs> Um, it's your intro. It's the way it, you do it. It's um, uh, I'm trying to think of something relevant that's been coming out. I'm uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm I'm docudrama connoisseur Matt Cabrera. Nice. I'm a uh, Mark Zebro Jr. and I almost died twice today. Oh my Ooh. god! Yeah. Is that a record? Um, possibly. Can we ask how? Uh, well, once I walked walked out of work, there's this tree that it's like right by the parking lot branch just immediately snapped and just landed right at my feet big big ass branch and uh, should have took it and sued that happened to me at college once uh but instead of a branch it was a squirrel and it just splatted oh my god just died in front of you yeah it's a living yikes and uh, i almost died during these uh these summer rains that we got going on it's monsoon season oh i thought the branch was related to that me too oh no 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 no. literally just it just fell so it's like it was god storm god's trying to tell me something that is bad luck out color purple god is trying to tell you something so this whole storm was just for you i think so all for you mark it's all for you Then my, for you. then my nanny hangs herself. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, Comes up in my TV court. Oh. Speaking of TV court, bang bang goes the gavel. Huh? Court is in session. <laughs> Who saw any TV this week? I did. You I, did? I saw one show. Share to sh- <laughs> care to share, sister Of Mark? course. <laughs> um, I saw the season two... Uh, Season of uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. season two that start, season that, that started off weird. Uh, I saw season two of Barry. Oh, okay. oh, I thought you meant Barry, like to bury someone, but Bar- Barry, bury a friend, Barry, Barry with an A, Barry, Barry. How was it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. More. I liked it. I liked the. I I I almost. I was afraid I wasn't going to just because of how season one ended, mm-hmm. and it it. I actually like season one a lot more the way it ends because of how this one uh, goes about, okay. and it's it's super funny. I love it, but it's all it just goes so dark. Yeah, at times. Do it's, you love Bill Hader? I love Bill Hader. Will you see I, it chapter two? So you're, you're not a, yeah, but I want to enjoy it. So you're not a Bill Hader hater? Oh no! <laughs> hey hey oh, uh, he he's great when it comes to like his when it, when he. He's specifically playing like a witty character, like un unknowingly, yeah. like playing an idiot, even though like he, an idiot in a profession that he's not familiar with. And, you know, if you don't know this, he's a he's a hitman trying to become an actor, trying to find a whole new lease on life. Mm-hmm. But somehow it's just like it's one of those like they pull me back in kind of things, and it, and they do it really organically in a way where Bill Hader and uh, I think um, the the other co creator of the show, Alec, Alec Berg, yeah. Um, and they talk about it like uh, post um, episodes, like uh, when you watch them on HBO or HBO Go. Mm-hmm. And behind the episode, the, they they always find reasons to write certain circumstances circumstances for uh, how episodes kind of like develop. Mm-hmm. They look back on an episode, not unknowingly thinking like, "How are we gonna like do this?" And then it's like, "Oh wait, we have this. Let's play around with that." And and it just it just works so well. It's like mm. almost Breaking Bad levels of like good writing. Wow! Uh, when it comes to balancing both comedy and, and drama, like yeah, I mean yeah. It, it it gets it goes places. There's one specific episode 
that almost feels like very fly episode, like Breaking Bad mm-hmm. fly episode to me. Mm-hmm. That revolves around um, directed by Ryan Johnson. Yeah, but <laughs> sure, I mean, always gotta plug him somewhere, <laughs> don't you? He did a couple good things, <laughs> um, not according to Matt's book. <laughs> He's our Lord and Savior. Um, but uh, uh, the, his his like handler that's usually on the show, uh, Stephen Root. You know, he's usually like, like um, you know, um, office space. You know, like my favorite stapler. Mm-hmm. That that guy, I love him. I think he's a, he's a hoot, uh, and pretty much everything. And it's just like them trying to uh, murder this one guy, which then just turns into a whole bunch of hullabaloo yeah. for weird reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's just it it's so like what WTF, but it works so well. And in, in the span of just like under thirty minutes. Oh, it's it's one one of my favorite episodes. It had me cackling and just like kind of like going into places in terms of Barry's own mind and relationship. What places did you go, Mark? Were they dark, secluded places? I, I went to a pl- uh, oh, man, Sala Salu. Sala Salu. That's a deep cut. That's a susical reference for all y'all out there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Went but, over uh, my head. Um, but yeah, no, I I love it. I can't wait because uh, uh, season three I know is right around the corner, and uh, and Henry Winkler is fantastic on the show too he, he's a riot and he he knows how to like balance and specifically in this season too that that comedy drama dynamic as well especially at, towards the end of uh the season and yeah it it works it that works so well. it, awesome and it it doesn't need to go the specific like eight I mean, 10 episode format it's mm-hmm. each season i think is about uh, is eight episodes which i enjoy more because um it, it's so long yeah, for just, 10. just give them what you need the, I know. exactly and that's that's what i appreciate about the uh the danny mcbride series is mm-hmm. that that he has you know eastbound and down and uh which i i, I don't like so much but i love vice principles that's the show that works you've mentioned it's it's so good especially like he he wanted, i wouldn't get that humor he, not working in a school you know he <laughs> wanted just two seasons and that's what he delivered and, yeah. and the amount of episodes and time that he that he wanted and it's so funny and it works so well nice. and I love that this show is kind of doing that same kind of feel so uh, bring on more Barry I, I can't wait I those, can't wait to see what's going to happen those are two shows that I started and just never never finished uh, I watched the first few Don't episodes of Vice Principals and Barry I, I've heard there's really good things TV? really good things yep. about where Barry goes oh yeah uh, but from the first few episodes like it didn't immediately grab me but you know, with these kinds of raves, I'll give it a second chance. Mm. All right. Yeah. And uh, one, one more specific shout out to an actor. I don't know his name, but he plays a character named uh, he's Hank. He's a bal- he's a uh, a bald head uh, like Chechenian character. Okay. He's probably my favorite character on this show. He has me in stitches every episode because mm. he he's supposed to be like you know like a Chechenian like mob. Yeah. Is that type? your new code word since you're in a certain musical now? What? Chechnya? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. We'll get. We'll get to. <laughs> we'll that. get to that. But um, oh man, it, it it's so funny to see like someone who's like so deep in the roots in terms of like mob and crime stuff mm-hmm. like, and he's so concerned about interior decorating yeah. and like let's like, say like it's like oh yeah like like uh <laughs> we we can get I, I need to order a table for this uh cocaine I have to order so what kind of like uh what do you recommend mm-hmm. and like he he's so naturally he's just like having a phone call with like oh. IKEA I he's great he's a great lovable character and um. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's 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 uh, my take on Barry. All right, can't Any wait. Other TV. That's it. All right, <laughs> case closed. Next, who's next? I got a lot. Ooh, well, it, because it suits the setting so well, I could mention <laughs> when they see us, 
which is uh, yeah. another fantastic docudrama mm-hmm. following on the uh, heels of Chernobyl from HBO. This one is from Netflix, directed and created by uh, Ava DuVernay. And it is... Uh, it's it's harrowing stuff, too, yeah. but it, it doesn't... It doesn't go as to as dark a place as you think it has the potential to. Um, they try to keep it you know, moving along, and they you know that it's a tragedy what happened to uh, the Central Park Five just being wrongly convicted, and uh, I, I don't know if spoiler territory <laughs> for something you know that that is factual, but I didn't know much about this case before mm-hmm. watching, so you know go into it blind and uh, maybe it'll shock you i'm most impressed with how each episode ends in in a pretty dark place with a cliffhanger that is just heartbreaking and the episode itself won't have like the same kind of vibe or content like there are definitely times when it's lighthearted, um when it's hopeful and optimistic. <laughs> like, gee, I hope those kids get off scot-free. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> and then just by the end of each episode, you're like, this took a took a turn into, like, the worst possible outcome. Yeah. And it's just uh, unbelievable. But it's it's done so well. Um, I'm not entirely sure uh, to how much accuracy, like, this series has. Um, so that's something I'm, I've got to research once I finish it. But I'm like in the middle of episode four, which is the last one. There are only okay. four episodes. How long? Um, but they, they get kind of long. Uh, the last one is pretty much feature length. It's like an hour and a half. Okay. Um, and I think episodes two and three are like an hour, ten, hour, fifteen. Mm. But it's it kind of flies by. It's great stuff, great pacing. Um just a full recommend for me. I I appreciate shows like that. Like when we were talking about Chernobyl, mm-hmm. um, I, I I finally got got around to listening to the Chernobyl podcast. Yeah, nice. Chernobyl cast. It, it's that's great. Uh, just for like forty minutes of time, for, uh, just for each episode. Can you imagine a podcast that's only forty minutes long? <laughs> Not in my books. No, those don't exist. <laughs> Please, I, audience, don't look for them. I tried it. <laughs> I tried it. It ain't working. <laughs> um, but uh, it it. it when concerning like historical events like center around such like tragedy yeah. and the show makes it think like oh I think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna get away with Chernobyl I think they're gonna find out what's gonna happen <laughs> they're gonna fix it no 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 one's everyone's gonna lie they're gonna be hush hush about Aww. everything oh yeah um, a certain person may may or may not kill himself <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, I, I like uh, like a show like that that, that that kind of like messes with your perception of like where the turn of events are going to happen, especially oh, yeah. when it when it revolves around a certain event that you're not totally familiar with, so and keeps it on its toes. Yeah, like the way it's depicted just makes it seem stranger than than fiction. Like if this were, uh, this is more believable as as a fictional piece of television. That's something that's really happened just because of the uh, uh, idiocy and the ridiculousness, <laughs> uh, the extent of it all, and how it's presented. But that that's a gr- great goddamn show, mm-hmm. and uh, something a little more lighthearted, but also pretty dark. Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. I mentioned having watched last season episode, five, yes. um, but uh, I, I decided to catch up on seasons three and four because I'd heard mixed things, but I also heard that there was a gem in here, <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, I didn't. I gave each Netflix season maybe about half a chance. <laughs> Um, just because there's so many episodes, and I, 
it's so easy to lose interest in this show for me once they hit Netflix. It just not of the same quality as what we were getting before. But um, I did watch kind of the later few episodes of each season. Uh, Shut up and dance. That was yeah. that was a highlight. That was a good one. A good which one. is um, the protagonist is like a, a teenager who is being who was hacked and kind of taken for ransom. Uh, he has to follow instructions and they just get increasingly more and more uh, ridiculous. And mm-hmm. the reason or the dirt that they have on this kid is that he was like jacking off. He was just masturbating and they have that filmed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's not a big deal. I mean, so the whole episode, yeah. you're questioning like, just stop fucking doing it. Like, right? mm-hmm. whatever. And then in a, in a yeah, kind of uh, well, in a pretty dark twist. I was going to say heartbreaking, but I wouldn't call it heartbreaking. But it's a dark twist. Um, you find out that this teenager who, who, uh, whose side you had been on like the whole episode, that he, he was actually watching uh, child porn. Oh, what like, a twist. Yeah, and then you're like, ooh, you feel conflicted about this. Yeah. And it's it just goes to really dark places. Yeah. Um, Braun so, is in that episode. He is. Sir Braun of the Blackwater, master <laughs> of coin. <laughs> Uh, we don't speak of that show anymore. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but so that was a pretty strong episode. I, you know, the first, I think it could have been shorter. Um, and the first half didn't really grab me. But second half, once things really start escalating, it's like, okay. I That's from season three. I, I yeah. like that season. Al- almost all the episodes. Maybe there's at least one I, I'm not a fan of. But uh, I haven't seen season four yet. Okay. And that's with the uh, sort of Star Trek Meth, yeah. meth Damon um, <laughs> yeah. one. That one I watched in my original um, back when it had come out. I like that one, um, but maybe it's gotten kind of overrated mm. in recent years. Uh, next one I saw was San Junipero. I love oh, that. Finally, love that. Yeah, I know. I like that. This episode. is like this is what I had been hearing about for so long. <laughs> I had so much to look forward to. I like and liked baby, it. it. You know it. That's it, why. It almost made me. Cry. It almost made me tear up at the end. It was yeah. that. It was that uh, sweet. If uh, I could shed a tear, I would have <laughs> cried. But all dried up <laughs> from the school semesters. Yep, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, this I, I think it was overhyped. I yeah. have to say, it's still not my favorite episode, and I think maybe people really globbed onto the '80s aesthetic. And it was positive too, which it, is it something that Black Mirror doesn't do often. <laughs> which I was pretty happy to see. It. I, I, I maybe I'm in the minority there. I like Black Mirror for what it is. I, I mean, I do too. But even the Twilight Zone, you know, has once in a while I'll throw you a bone with a positive episode that you're like, yeah. oh, this is a feel good story. And exactly. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Which that this season pretty much did for you. There's at least two episodes that, and I like the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Uh, I I, don't, I, don't, um, I only yeah. watched Black Mirror and Drunken Stupors at <laughs> okay. friends' houses when the party's over. That's mm. another one I wasn't crazy about. That was the first really? one from season three. Wow, yeah. that's not Jessica Chastain. That's Bryce Dallas. That's Howard. not Chris, that's not Christina Hendricks. That's Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> I, I can't really remember what my criticisms were of it because it was like years ago, but it just didn't grab me like the first two seasons did. I mean, I I, I, I got onto him before. Like I, they I, were I, cool. No, <laughs> but like when they when they when they were like first like a season would air like I jump uh, right on before okay. criticism took the air yeah. so like I, I I went in fresh the fresh perspective mm. yeah I, yeah mm. the other one was uh I mean San Junipero very nice the first half I gotta say didn't really wasn't doing much for mm-hmm. me um, but then you know kind of a twist comes in or the world building gets more complex and then you're like okay yeah. this is really 
sweet and I like that it's not um, completely saccharine. There's like arguments and things, uh, conflicting personalities, but eventually it uh, uh, coalesces into a nice, warm hearted climax. <laughs> Uh, next one was Man Against Fire. This is like war stuff. Uh, it was handled. <laughs> war stuff. It, it was not handled fire. very is this well. A Netflix series. Yeah, this is a no. This is season three, episode oh, five. Black yeah. Oh, this I know what you're talking about. Mirror. Is this like the 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 insurgents or whatever? We have to kill yeah. these people. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one didn't make a, a lick of sense to me. Like me, no, no. I, I really, <laughs> I like the idea behind it and I like the concept, but just watching the episode play out it was not entertaining or interesting it was yeah, it was it, not poorly. it was a little it was the flattest one for me so yeah, far definitely flattest um, board step as a nail and then season 4 <laughs> there's like not too much that really jumps out at me. Oh my god, you're going through every season of Black Mirror. It's going oh, through no, every no, no, no. episode. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I didn't plan to, but then I looked at Save an episode. Save it for when we I, finish this podcast. <laughs> I looked at an episode list and I was like, well, season four like really doesn't jump out at me. Um, this I'll, is Mirrorcast. I know. I'll mention one episode. <laughs> for someone who don't got a lot to talk about, he's got a lot to talk about. No, no, no. I'll mention one episode, which is yeah, uh, right. Black Museum. This one got a lot of hate. Why it gotta be out. a black museum? <laughs> okay, African American Museum. There you go. All right. It's a white museum. Uh, <laughs> this one got a lot of hate when it came out. When it came out, and I was like, "Nope, I'm into it." This is like Charlie. You Brooker. would be, wouldn't you? This is Charlie Brooker really just exploring uh, his camp sensibilities. Camp, you know? like the the curator of the museum. Um, I forgot who the actor is. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> and uh. he is just such a a fun, weird, creepy personality. And um, it's just awesome to see him talk about all these stories. And uh, my favorite, probably, there's like, it's kind of an anthology. There's three little uh, vignettes, but the first one is fantastic about a guy who, like, uh, a doctor who develops this mechanism to experience his patient's pain. And then, like, eventually he starts getting off on it. This sounds like the John Hamm episode. (laughs) Uh, It's a little. Yeah, how it's like three different stories, but it's actually like one story. Yeah, it, there's something tying it all together, and it does have to do with like the person. It sounds like we're the Simpsons watching. did it first with the Fifty Tales of Springfield. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Yeah, and um, yeah, the guy, the doctor in this first vignette starts getting off on it, and literally the last image of it is him, uh, I believe, falling into a coma in a hospital bed. Uh, with like the mechanism placed in or something so he's like experiencing total bliss and he's in a hospital bed in a hospital gown just with a huge boner nice <laughs> and that's how it ends and i'm like this that's is camp this is awesome yeah this is look up great. the imdb Boners right are camp. Now. Yeah. that uh, man was mark zebro <laughs> no, 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 like no. i'm just fully there for where charlie brooker is going and i think you know that was the last episode of season four and his uh, kind of more fun sensibility uh, bled into season five, and that's also gotten some hate online. But I just really like what he's been doing. This, this is also coming from a uh, uh, an old uh, never, uh, <laughs> old soul. Uh, no, <laughs> video game journalist. Oh. That's what he used to. That was his original mm. job title. Really? So, yeah. Those still exist. They do. <laughs> so, that's a job. Yeah, and they're all getting 
<laughs> Cash money. <laughs> is that a Borat reference? No. I'm not sure what that Not on was. this podcast. No, it's like, oh. that's like the old saying where it's like their show. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, from before the dawn of time, yeah, you know. Right. Cash money. Cash money. Yeah, oh, right. I should have known. Attributed to I, Confucius. The, the, Were they I, at Woodstock? I, I, I don't know. IGN. <laughs> Cash <Cash's> money. money. <laughs> Too much water. Uh, but yeah, that is Black Mirror. Uh, Letitia Wright is also in Black Museum. So it's, okay. it's a fun little cast. Yeah. That's uh, all the TV for me. You gotta slam the gavel. Uh, <laughs> Quick, break guilty, bottle. your honor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, They're all guilty. Settle down, y'all. I watched a lot of fucking TV this week because I'm free from school. So Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, gotta open the beer. Yeah. There we go. All right. So sit back and relax. First thing on the agenda: Big Little Lies season two, or shall I dub it the Meryl Streep story corner? <laughs> Meryl is great on this season, but she's playing another character that would not exist in regular life. She takes a crucifix and puts it over her forehead, and that's a character choice, and we love Meryl for it. We missed her. She should have been on TV more. I agree I love with Meryl. that. Yeah. I agree R- R- with R- that. Ricky in the Flash. Uh, <laughs> the soundtrack is um, Wine Mom Fire, so it's right up my alley. I'm totally into the sound. Well, the soundtrack for season one, that's, you know, the two episodes oh, it, I watched. That it's was great. also great. Should, I mean, it, it's a season that we feel like we shouldn't have deserved, but at the same time, we're still going to watch it because, okay. you know, it's not in the books, literally. It's not in the books. Yep. Or the book. Off script. It's off script, but I feel like they're doing it justice. Mostly all of the characters' lives are going to shit, and we see how these little lies have grown. Ooh. Dare I say big. <laughs> tell me lies, tell me sweet little we're lies. We're still on ice cream watch because Reese hasn't thrown an ice cream cone at Meryl Streep, but when God she does, damn. you'll be the first ones to know about it. What is this, episode three or four already with no ice cream? Three, yeah, uh, or two, two, three? I don't know. I think um, three. Three. Uh, something that really got to me was uh, there's this... Um, parent uh, association kind of meeting school board meeting where they talk to the principal and it's over an incident where a little girl one of the main characters uh, little girls Annabella you know uh, has an anxiety attack because in their second grade classroom they're discussing sustainability in Charlotte's Web so they're discussing about what could the characters have done differently to survive their old ordeal in second grade where I'm like (laughs) I've taught second grade before and I don't think this would be taught in any second grade even like you know university maybe a a California level well these second graders are like college students so I can (laughs) see how that would fly and um, Reese Witherspoon whose character is otherwise kind of bitchy has a really humanizing mental breakdown that's also a very me mood over the rainbow connection you know Jim Hansen's Kermit the Frog song and she goes to tears and I'm like really feel this character right now because she's like dealing with all the stress she's cheated on her husband she's uh, committed murder what <laughs> or been like a witness to murder yeah Ooh. watch season one <laughs> for a spicy twist but um, I'm digging this season I want to see more I'm glad Meryl's here even though it's like alright it's Meryl being Meryl she's created another original character <laughs> just by being her right it's great yeah um, speaking of something that isn't great, that I wanted to be great, Nosferatu. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, Christmas Town? It's not great? The book is great, but not the show. Not Zachary Quinto's uh, weird makeup? I'm not a fan of Zachary Quinto. <laughs> I've never been. And if he listens, I'm sorry, Mr. I think, Quinto. I think yeah, a, he knows what he I did. think he's a fine actor, he, oh but he does God. a lot of shit. I just think of uh, 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 Threadson from American Horror Story Season 2, which is the best season of American Horror Story. And he has a nipple lamp in his house, so it's, you know, mm-hmm. a nipple lamp. But Was he in Heroes? Yeah. yeah. He was Siler. Okay. He had a great episode. You when wouldn't he came, know their names. When he, when, he, when he came back to visit his mom, and then she's like, nah, it was Siler, and then he, he kills her with a bunch of snow globes. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Nosferatu, 
based on the novel of Joe Joe Hill, son of Stephen King, um, is not that good on AMC. It's really slow, and it's going different than the book. Unless they do a time skip, there's supposed to be a time skip now, they add new characters, I'm not feeling it, I don't think we're going to get a time skip, or a season two for that matter, <laughs> but it's still dragging, and it's almost done. <laughs> almost what a waste. put you out of, out of your misery. Yeah, I wish I could go to Christmas Town, but <laughs> it's not a Merry Christmas here. What's this? What's this? <laughs> it's shit on TV. What's this? <laughs> I got nothing. I was going to follow nothing? it up. Um, I was going to say something about Zachary Quinto, but okay. Another <laughs> show that has lost a little bit of its luster to me is Pose Season 2. Oh. I've been watching. Um, it's about the 1990 AIDS crisis, and it continues with Vogue being the hip center of pop culture with Madonna and ball, ball culture with the drag queens kind of getting um, we invented that and Madonna put it on the main screen and made it mainstream mm-hmm. um, it feels a bit heavy handed to me this season and while some would say that about last season it was like the first time we're meeting these characters and I feel genuinely invested but it feels like oh okay they're doing that now I'm not really invested in the same you know strength that I was in season one are they going like normal heart levels of like throwing it in your face it's Ryan Murphy so yeah (laughs) but they did that season one but here it feels really heavy handed but Patty Lapone is on this season and she plays a bitch so everyone loves that, right? Perfect. Speaking of Patty Lapone, yeah. um, I was yeah. I was watching The Witness, <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. uh, and I didn't yeah. know that she was in it. She is. Yeah, it's her, her. Well, I caught like the last like maybe like five minutes of it. I'm like, yeah. I, I watched the credits like Patty Lapone's in this. Yeah, she's in the Summer of Sam too with Adrian Brody, and she flashes her tits, Ooh. her Lapone tits. <laughs> Imagine my surprise when I stumbled <laughs> upon that little gem. Uh. Yeah, and she's in Driving Miss Daisy too, and that's Patty Lapone watch for me. Okay. Yeah, she's in a few movies. I love Patty LaPone. Well, that was my hot she's take. She's an actress. Um, one of the episodes on Pose Season 2 has to deal with Dorian Corey, so if you don't know, Dorian Corey used We're to Dorian be... We're Dorian Corey! Whoa! Oh, you'll be thinking about that a little different after this story. Oh, so, what are these two people, Dory no, and Dorian Corey? No, Dorian Corey is one man, oh, or a drag queen, who um, there's an episode that basically takes what happened in his life... And brings it to the television audiences around America and okay. around the world. So Dorian Corey was a drag queen. And in the drag queen community, there's a thing called trade. Where trade is, you get a sexy person, you bring them home, and then you don't... It's basically a one-night stand, sort of. You got some trade, right? Okay. So Dorian Corey, in real life, murdered the trade, and then hid the trade's body in a trunk in his closet... For years. Oh. After he died. Doesn't that smell bad after not a while? With you, not under the right things, which um. this episode of Pose and More teaches you. So after Dorian Corey's dead, they open up the trunk and realize, hey, there's a decaying dead body in this trunk. <gasps> he killed a man. And Pose does the same thing. They're at this BDSM oh, club. And they kill someone. And then they put their body in lye and, you know, stitch it clean. And it's... Played for comedic effects, which is fun. You know, I mean, it's always fun. Was know? there was there a segment where they had to like get a guest star in this, and where it's like, who knows how to get rid of a dead yeah, body? It's literally that. Hey, it's I know a guy named one. Jeffrey. No, it's the one. From, okay, so there's this drag queen character from CS1 that uh, does a botched titty job, and you know, that that's a dramatic episode. But she comes back for comedic relief to be like, I'm here to solve your problems. We're gonna get rid of this dead body, and it's fun. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but. Pose season two. It sounds like um, a little bit more like Nip Tuck to me. I think. Did you watch Nip Tuck? This yeah. is also no. Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Part. So it I think it's, I, like I think it, I think it's going into more of that territory. I think. Mm-hmm. 
Which just, I like, because I, I watched... I just remember the episode of Nip Tuck where they put whipped cream on the guy's dongle and then the dog bit it off. There, there is a lot on Nip Tuck. There are a lot of things that go on on Nip Tuck. I, I thought that was a surgical show. Nope. Um, <laughs> what, what's her name? Had a sex scene. Um, <laughs> what's his name? That narrows it No, um, uh, Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah, yeah, that's a person. Yeah, she had, there was a sex scene in that show with her, and there was... Ugh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Rosie was also featured on this episode of Pose, I think. Really? Huh. Yeah, because... Uh, oh, wait, was it this episode? No, it might have been something else I was watching. Was she the dead body Oh, the no, trunk? no, it wasn't Pose. It was something else I was watching. Never She's mind. already a dead yeah. body. <laughs> uh, speaking of something that I love... Uh, Dark Season 2 is back, bitches. <laughs> German Stranger Things with a gritty edge. It's oh, we already out. know how it ends. No, you don't. Because Ooh. Season 2, oh, they change I say, it? is better than Season 1. Are you sure? Damn. In my opinion. Did they change the timeline? Did and they, guess what? It's a loop. And it's g- a loop. Oh, and guess what? There's a Season 3. Really? They confirmed oh, it? Shit. I mean, they, there's a gr- tease at the end of Season 2 for oh, Season there was a, 3. Oh, there was a tease at the end of Season 1, too. I think it'll be down the pipeline in a year or so, or two years. I will be watching this. It's good. Um, uh, keep going. Sorry, I didn't know. No, that's off. all I have to say. It okay. feels like Stranger Things, but um, with a don't fuck with me attitude, and I, I kind of like that. I have to go back and rewatch, well, mostly just because I like the tension building in it. And oh, it's, every and the musical but, interludes at the end of every episode are still there. This is the show that's famous for 10 minutes before the end of the episode. There's always a musical montage. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like. You yeah, know. I, I like the music that plays in it. Yeah. And uh, I just keep forgetting the names of the characters. Well, because you gotta I, invest. There's Ulrich, there's <laughs> Mata, there's uh, Titel. <laughs> Come on, you gotta invest in your German. There's Dory yeah. and Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, uh, I can't wait to check it out. Because it, it just came out right out of the blue. I remember watching the trailer, but I didn't know when it was going to premiere. I'm already done. It's so. It's been out for about 24 hours. <laughs> and John, I finished! Oh boy, he went to town on I it. I did go to town. I that's, said that's No, it's been out for longer than that. It's been out for a week. Really? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, good Omens. My sugar daddy gave me the prime <laughs> password, and I watched all of this. It's great! And you ordered a, a yeah. bunch of... Packages oh, that I did, will be yeah. arriving. Yeah, from what I'm hearing, it's pretty faithful. While it is faithful. while while ha- having to trim some of the fats yeah. from, from at least from the horsemen characters, which is fine. And yeah. uh, I think a few of the kid characters, I think as well. Yeah. Which yeah, they're eh, they're fine. Yeah, they did what they had to do in six eight six episodes. But every, <laughs> I think it's six. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna be checking this out soon. And uh, <laughs> but everything I got from the trailers when it came down to a. Uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Shen? Shen? Sheen? I, I, Shen? Sheen. 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 Yeah, my, um, not, not Michael Shen. Not not re- not re- yeah, no relation to Martin or, or Charlie. Charlie Sheen. Uh, but uh, they're pretty on point they from are. what I've seen. Yeah, and I, I just I, magnificent Crowley and Aziraphale. And I just love I love their charisma. And there's a lot of chemistry between them too. Which oh, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do that. Mm. Uh, I can't. I it's can't fun. wait. I can't wait to check it out. Did you read the book? Okay, I got my, a, uh, a friend of mine uh, got it for me four or five years ago. I want yeah, to say it's my favorite Neil Gaiman book. So they and Terry, Terry Pratchett, uh, they, they got to get well, some love to him. Well, this was a love story for Terry Pratchett. The mm-hmm. only reason that Neil Gaiman um, gave the show the green light and made it so close to the book as he got is because it's a love letter to Terry Pratchett. Mm-hmm. He said, um, "You know, I did it for him." So I'm glad I Damn. wanted more. I, I wish, wish I could read. Then he he hung himself out of a window. <laughs> it's all for you, Terry. <laughs> Well, you know, there is a hellhound and a nanny or two involved. Yeah. yeah. We have um, 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 David Tennant playing a nanny. It's kind of comedic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, John Hamm. John Hamm's also in Yeah, this. he's in it. 
<laughs> I like John Hamm. Yeah. I think he's fun yeah. when he ha- when he tries to be. Oh, I love John Hamm. Yeah, he I, has purple eye contacts in. And I'm, I just like, love how he can't really straighten his arms just yeah. because they're so meaty. And Benedict Cumberbatch shows up too. He does? Oh, he shows up. Don't worry. Oh, and they've got, I can't um, wait for this. Francis McDormand playing God. Oh, nice. Yeah. That I heard, yeah. yeah. And, people, this... and the internet went crazy. God's a woman. <laughs> Ariana Grande told y'all. It's true. You didn't listen. Uh, I think Kevin Smith said it first. Yeah. Is this uh, something that'll get a season two? No. Or is it no, a no, no, no. It's over. This is just supposed to be a, a miniseries. It's not like American Gods. Don't worry. It won't get five seasons when <laughs> it should only take one. That didn't get a season two, though. I don't know what you're talking about. It got a season about. three. What are you talking about? Nah. It's already renewed. I mean, I won't watch it. Blue not on my timeline. Out, but... Um, and then lastly, on this very long episode of TV Court, <laughs> I have Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh. Recently brought to Netflix. All the movies, Which, all the shows. <laughs> See, I stopped myself from what, from putting an anime on here, but go right ahead. Um, <laughs> do you know me? I love Neon oh, Genesis I, I, I Evangelion. Thought when, when we talk about TV Court. Sometimes we're I not think, allowed to talk about anime. I, I, well, like, I, don't, it's TV. I, don't, I don't know if we ever leave that for another show. That's why I kind of refrain anime from Anime was not a mistake. Psh. Please. But, uh, go right ahead, because I'm, I'm already hearing all the criticism about this. I love it. What do you mean? I haven't seen it well, in Well, they years. redubbed it from Well, I'm not listening to the redub. I'm listening to the original Japanese dub. But oh, they, they have I've they heard have they resubbed yeah. it as well, though. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, well, they did change some things. Those naughty subbers in the sub, but being that I've seen it once subbed already, doesn't affect me as much. I haven't seen it, though. I'm rewatching it, and then I'm going to rewatch they, all the movies. They took a certain song out of the end credits. They couldn't afford it. Yeah, sure, Netflix. Well, but sure. they, they could afford uh, <laughs> uh, Friends to be on for another yeah. like, uh, millennia, I guess. Yeah, I, I heard, think it's a great anime. I heard they uh, were auditioning new actors for the for the dub. That's what I was For the hearing. voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. And the original voiceover cast actually auditioned yeah. and were not accepted yeah. wow the original dub is better i've watched a few comparison videos online sorry shinji get out of here <laughs> get out of the fucking robot and get out of the show mm-hmm. no but it's good watch it I, I, I will I, I i this is still one of the shows where everyone's like you have to watch yeah, and if you watch that then follow with pala magi madoka magic <laughs> the best anime and i'm hearing more about that more now than the, from me the, yes no not, not from you but like now I follow, I follow a few like anime like, oh. YouTubers as well. Oh, now. do you now? I do. Hmm. Interesting how that happens. There's Super Eye Patch Wolf. There's Mother's yeah. Basement. Could Gla- I have good taste? Glass reflection. More at eleven, audience. <laughs> I'm just throwing out a bunch of nerd <laughs> anime shit. I don't know. I've just been on this weird anime hitch uh, for a while. All right, bang bang, straight the gavel, ring ring into movie phone. I'm gonna start. Uh, Bergman box continues. <laughs> I watched The Silence, which is the finale in Bergman's religious trilogy. It's set in a foreign land, dealing with two sisters who embody the physical attributes of sisterhood and the language aspects of sisterhood. And um, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> it's Bergman. You don't know what it means until you look up an article on it afterwards. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but it is the most sexual Bergman film yet. So. Was Max von Sydow one of these girls? No, but he's in many <laughs> other of those movies. So don't worry about it. And I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna try next time we reconvene to watch Seven, Seven Seal. Seal. Yeah, I think I'm that's sorry. The most I, I know it's. I, I it's try. Cerebral. I try. I try my damnedest. Yeah. And the and these Bergman movies are what like three hours long. No, they're are always they? like an hour and a half. Are they really? I think, yeah, I think Seven Seal is like two hours. Yeah. That is surprising. I'll You're try. thinking of like Fanny and Alexander, which is like a television special, which is like four hours long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like I, I think of Lars von Trier like Ugh. length of movie. I don't think <laughs> you, you know. compare yourself with him with Lars von Trier. I mean, Lars von Trier doesn't Vaughan. know what the hell he wants half the time when it comes to 
those movies. Um, I think that's pretty interesting that you're talking about the silence being like a religious movie because Martin Scorsese's silence, the silence, yeah. also, also kind of religious. religious. Hmm, I wonder or if he spiritual. Stole something oh, you wanted to bring Christianity <laughs> to Japan? That's a good movie, though. I like that movie. I still haven't seen it. All right. Well, we have a big event to talk about in the rest of my movie phone. Something hmm. that we saw all at once. Oh, of so course. I yeah. guess we'll bring that up in the end. Sure. So, any other movies? <laughs> um, do you want to go first? Sure thing. <laughs> How many so, you got so today? My movies um, consist of what you've already talked about. So okay, I've only got four uh, for now. Which hey, that's a reduction. It's good for you. Uh, I'm gonna start out with uh, the black private dick. That's a sex machine to all the chicks. What? The man who would risk his neck for his brother man. I'm only talking about Shaq. Damn right. Ah. Shaq. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you I, say Shaq? What? Shaft. Shaft? Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq? Shaft. Uh, Bees? Hit <laughs> it I will show your mouth. It's <laughs> uh, just cross-eyed the whole time. Uh, so I watched in beautiful Dolby Cinema. Of course you did. Shaft. <laughs> This was a third generation of yeah, Shaft. Yeah. Shaft. Shaft 2019. Mm-hmm. This is a he lives reboot slash sequel. I guess it is actually really a sequel. Yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson from Shaft 2000, which re- I like, reprises his role. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any Shafts. Uh, I, not a single Shaft. Sha- Sha- <laughs> Phrasing. I will go on record. Shaft 2000 is a good movie. It's a fun movie. Is that a movie? It is. A movie. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Christian Bale's in it. Ugh. Plays oh, the bad yeah, guy. Yeah. I did hear that. And uh, what's his name? Bernard. Oh, <laughs> Colonel Chicken McNuggets. Yes, yes, him. <laughs> the very same. Uh, but this one, I mean, I think it's gotten probably the worst reviews Ooh. out of all the Shaft movies. But I liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was, um, you got three generations of Shaft. That's my favorite aspect. And they do eventually all come on screen together. Oh, that's that's a bad sentence to be taken out of context. Shaft, three, Shaft, three Shaft, Bizarre Adventure. Three Shafts coming on screen together. <laughs> okay, uh, Dolby. Yeah, and on Pornhub. <laughs> um, but, no, there are some pretty good moments here. Um, one of my favorite aspects, outside of, like, the climax in which you, all three of them work together, um, they kind of have, like, just a natural, casual humor that comes off, um, especially Shaft Jr., uh, JJ. He... Is like the awkward um, preppy kid who kind of embodies like white uh, culture, and his father Samuel Jackson is like, "What the the hell has gotten into you, boy? <laughs> like, bitch, are you for real?" I mean, he did, he did step out of his life, which he recently said in the recent <laughs> Spider-Man clip. They're like, "Bitch, you've been to space." <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you did not just say this is Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, what do we know who this new Shaft is? Um. I forget the actor's name. I think I know who this is. He looks a little familiar, but what like I Tropic Thunder, some. like Booty Sweat? No. Him? I think Let me it's see. I, I think this is a uh, same actor. Shaft 2019. It is uh, Jesse Usher. Jesse Usher, who is in Stars, uh, Survivor's Guilt on Stars. Oh, I get he's an unknown, I guess. <laughs> And he was in Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, he was uh, Will Smith's uh, adoptive son. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he was uh, not. He was like uh, the, he was the little kid, but grown up. Yeah. Couldn't movie. afford Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so he <they got laughs> died Jesse off screen. Usher. What do you mean? Aladdin is his highest grossing film to date. Mm. That's right, children. Straight from Bollywood. <laughs> you did it. I didn't see it. God damn. But uh, yeah, no, there is a moment where you know the awkward kid, uh, JJ Shaft Jr. He uh, <laughs> he hates guns like all throughout his life, and he's 
uh, not someone to get uh, really active or or uh, in somebody's face. He's not confrontational or anything. But there is a moment where he's like out to dinner with a girl he's trying to impress, and he's has like excellent marksmanship skill, and he's just shooting everyone. And you see the girl but he like hates guns. Yeah. And you see, isn't that just well, the way? What does he do? Exactly. Is he playing House of the Dead? <laughs> typing of the Dead? Oh bit. my god! Pretty I love much. that game. Typing Dream? of the Dead. Yeah, you oh, ever yeah. play Typing? It's yeah. for the computer. That's how you learn but how it's to the type. Same game. I think I've seen something like this, but um, it's House of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite movie. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> Where's but, our movie adaptation of that? We, there is House, House of, of the, the dead? dead. Isn't that a you? No, I mean Typing of the Dead. Typing of the Dead. that I want to give the audience a keyboard. You die in the game. You type die. your answers now. <laughs> die in the game. You die for real. Oh, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. I like a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> um, my least favorite aspect of the movie is probably Samuel Jackson's humor. It's like a little bit outdated. It's so funny most of the time, but it is like homophobic. Oh, um, well, you know, that, sometimes that's not the first time he's done something like that. So. Yeah. Um, and that's the script. That's not him. <laughs> exactly. It's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the movie does have the smart choice of like um, his kid. Like reining it in and uh, tempering that, so he doesn't, you know, doesn't go overboard or anything. He's like, you can't say that nowadays, pop. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, pop. <laughs> uh, next thing I saw was Late Night. This is uh, Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Oh yeah. Um, oh, this, this looks like it. Well, no. I like both of those actresses. I won't go see this movie. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. It is marketed as a comedy, which I think is a weird choice because there is very little comedy here, and it's it's <laughs> that, really just drama. That, that's surprising. <laughs> but like, I don't think they're they were going for comedy. Um, so well, it's, it's like Disney casting stri- Melissa McCarthy as the new. Oh, Ursula. don't get Stranger, us started. Well, Stranger Than Fiction had that same marketing approach where it's like it's going to be a comedy where it's like. Like but wasn't Stranger the Fiction? Is that the one where she's like the? She's the writer and, and omnipresent and, mind, and she's actually like writing. Isn't that Will one Ferrell. okay? Like the concept, I like, oh yeah, yeah, that the concept's good. okay. So yeah. I, I growing up where it's like, oh, Will Ferrell's in this. I, it's going to be laugh out loud. And like I had that same sensibility growing up. With I think that. it is still pretty funny, but more like high concept. But, and and yeah. I didn't like Which it. I liked. But watching it more uh, in a, a day where like you're an adult, yeah. I love it. I think it's actually really a solid movie. Yeah, I really like I agree. it too. Future watch, maybe perhaps. But who knows? Yeah, this is... uh, It has a really solid third act, which I enjoy. Um, And a lot of the supporting cast feels like fully realized in a way that I wasn't expecting. Um, So I do appreciate that. And Emma Thompson is uh, fantastic in it. She gives it her all. It's not a great movie, but it's good. And I liked it a decent amount. She better in this or uh, International Men in Black... Oh, well, she's got like two scenes in uh, Men in Black International. She she kills it in both scenes. Well, she got but... out of that movie while the get was good. <laughs> well, she was in the third one. Yeah, I know. Apparently, uh, news... I saw that in theaters. News came out that uh, Men in Black International was supposed to be like uh, timely and topical. It was supposed to be about immigration and uh, you know illegal uh, or undocumented immigrants and things like that. It was supposed to tackle all these themes and problems, and uh, they just. Eventually, a new producer came on board and watered it down completely to like something really generic. Mm. Make it dumb! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, next I saw, Toy Story 4. Oh, I'm going to go see it this Thursday. It's uh, You got a toy great. in me! No, it's ready. Ready. You got a friend in me! Oh, I hear, I hear you. He sounds awful in this movie. You got really? a friend in me! I, I, I hear so. like... He's like, still alive? Yeah. yeah. He has a new song oh, in this movie. Yeah, he does. 
I think it's about road I'm tripping. I'm gonna die with you. Uh, <laughs> Redhead lady, he gonna pick an apple. Oh, he does have a, a great song about Putin, actually. About Putin? From uh, last year, two Putin years ago. Putin on the Ritz. <laughs> uh, but this movie's great. It's, uh, you know, arguably unnecessary, but I'm actually glad they came out with it. Um, I, it's surprising coming from a first-time director. Uh, Josh Cooley, you know, he, he had been part of Pixar before, but this is his directorial debut, and I'm surprised they let him handle it, but he did a pretty good job. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's just a cog in the machine. Yeah. yeah. But, um... There what was your slogan? Money, baby. Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 cash money. <laughs> Bringing it back. Uh, that's my character. Yeah. Woo, we got I, two. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Glass lady and cash man. Oh, well, we also got Aunt Ida. Well, Aunt Ida hasn't yeah. come up in a while. Soon, <laughs> she's soon retired. She's coming. Don't worry. Oh, well, oh when we bring back uh, Fuck You, it's January. <laughs> it's January. Uh, Joan Rivers makes an appearance once in a while, but... Uh, Story four. I mean, there uh, you're gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. You're gonna watch oh, it. Yeah. Was it better than three? <sighs> that's oh, I, that's I like what I'm having trouble with. Three is good, though. I think <laughs> three is great. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it in a very long time. I feel like on my last rewatch years ago, I wasn't crazy about the middle. Uh, it seemed kind of <laughs> like they were just really trying to get to that climax, which mm-hmm. is like fantastic. Toy Story three is a, a tearjerker, and it's amazing. Um, but I don't think the middle has quite enough to it. But I think Toy Story 4 might actually even deliver less on that front. Uh, Does Totoro they- return? <laughs> no, Totoro is not, not even. Oh, no, shorts. she outgrew Totoro. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even return in the short shorts no. <laughs> when they go to Hawaii. Oh, that, that, it's just like a, hey, Studio Ghibli, let's give you some. Uh, but everyone loves Totoro. <laughs> true. I mean, the big smile. Yeah. You know what? I do think I like the. Uh, villain aspect of four more than three. Oh, don't spoil definitely yeah, yeah. um but four just feels kind of com- uh confined a lot okay like there are not many settings that it goes through and it but they, they brought back bo peep they kind of go <laughs> they do same um voice no, actress no 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 same same i've looked this up i thought she died it's the mm-hmm. woman who plays the receptionist in ghostbusters oh, okay say like Ghostbusters, what do you want? <laughs> Alright. Uh, That's cool that they brought her back. Annie Potts, yeah. I but think. But then why wasn't she in three? Well, no, you're, she w- you're thinking of Don Rickles, who died. Oh, yeah. Don yeah. Rickles did die. He and, does uh, have lines in this yeah. movie, though. I heard that. And Jim Varney. Yeah. Got it, hey, Bob Addy. <laughs> Whatever that catchphrase is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, solid movie. You're going to watch it. Yeah. And next is uh, one that we're all going to get to, so I'm going to hand it over to Mark first. Okay. Uh, right off the bat. You better I, say this right, boy. I said, uh, uh, no, wait, what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard your 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 words and, I, and then just got put in my head for some reason. And I'm the drunk one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did um, just down a couple glasses. This I, is my fifth drink. <laughs> I saw Rocket Man. Oh, hey. this was more I, I liked it. I, I actually had a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah. Nice. I knew exactly what this was going to be going in, in terms of like, you know, this is going to be like a musical movie. And mm-hmm. uh, it very much captures that that essence. Um, I kind of wish there were more of that, actually. Well, what do you mean in terms of like maybe like choreography or. Yeah. It, more it, like surreal, it's abstract there. stuff. There's some there, right? It's, oh, yeah, the it's there. It's, it's, it's very early in the movie and it carries over maybe into the middle and then it kind of dips. Because this is when you get into like his kind of coke and alcohol addicted uh, life presence, yeah. which makes it a little bit more of a like a, uh, which you would think it would heighten a little bit because it, he's he's on a high. Because mm-hmm. there's one part where he uh, he plays for some reason pinball wizard. 
And I'm like, you yeah. didn't make well, this he did, song. No, he, did, he, he did have a popular cover. Yeah. Did I he? looked it up afterwards. I was okay. like, okay. why did they? Why did he play some who? And uh, uh, that's one thing I, I have. If I give the movie any kind of grievance is the way it portrays his, um, I guess, his addiction. His addiction? Yeah. Because there's really no like smooth transition into it. It just says like, okay, I'm addicted to drugs now. Because <laughs> I, 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 like even Ray had like a, a oh yeah, a, 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 had a a nice way of like showing his like descent into like you know like um, addiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and I appreciate the, the movie for that. I, I I still like Ray. I still like going back and re, uh, rewatching it. Georgia, Georgia, but uh, Georgia. but this one it's it's a little lacking on that part. And uh, but I do like the musical aspect of it and how it starts off where it's like him going into like an AA meeting. And so, and he's wearing his big like like peacock outfit. Mm-hmm. Then like little by little, it keeps going back to that meeting, and he's at a different piece article of clothing keeps coming off as he keeps progressing, getting a little little bit deeper into mm-hmm. his life and the struggles that he's doing until like he kind of like just like starts like just wears like sweatpants or something like that. Yeah. I, I like that aspect of that, of that movie and um uh and I, the likeness that uh Taron Edgerton yeah, yeah. right um portrays i like it i i all the all the his like classic like outfits and mm-hmm. ha, like how he's like kind of how he progressed even like dressing up as like queen elizabeth mm-hmm. they're all on points because they they do that kind of like flash montage or it's like they the, mm-hmm. the comparisons of like how he looks in the movie and how he looks here and like when he's yeah, on during tour. the end credits yeah. right and i think it's pretty on par but you can't get away from those cheekbones yeah. the oh costume designer was featured on this season of project runway oh yeah nice yeah. Mentioned previously on this podcast, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I I I would I would go back and rewatch this again because I even like the relationship he has with um uh, his writing partner. I've, oh yeah, I forget uh, the actor's name, Jamie Bell, I think it is. Oh, no, right no, 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 I didn't know right. I didn't know any of that, and it's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, see. I I. I, and I like I like how it addresses his uh, his sexuality as well. I think it's a uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, unlike a certain film that shall remain nameless, hmm. Br. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that that, that movie. They dress it. Best yeah. editing winner, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> well, I, I, that, in all fairness, I haven't seen that movie yet. Uh, yet. Well, no, I, I love Queen more than anything. Eventually, but. I will see that. But uh, I think I, it's, it's a fun movie. It's worth watching in theaters. It's got a, it's got a better climax, I would say, than uh, Wow uh, Rocket Man does. Okay. Just because you can't beat like a twenty minute set at Live Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I will say. For me personally, I think I'm a bigger fan of uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody uh, insertion of the music. You could say you huh. like Queen more. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like how they approached it from... Uh, and Star is Born did this too, uh, diegetically. Oh, Star like, is Born. Oh, it takes <laughs> me back. Like all the music is actually being played in the movie. It's not like a musical, musical movie. Which you like, movie. yeah. 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 Oh, I have a movie for you. Future pick that you're going to love. Ooh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, on the whole, I, I, I liked it. I, I, I'd watch it again. And uh, yeah, there's there's that. And uh, next one up, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Ooh, were you disappointed? I did not like this movie. Yeah, That's I what I it. hear. I, I did figured. not like this movie. I knew it was For more all... like Turd of the Monster. For... <laughs> Am I right? Man. Monsterd. <laughs> I don't know what it is when it comes to Western audiences and wanting to like think that they need to put some kind of family elements in these Oh, the audiences don't want them. We want to see the monsters fighting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everyone at this and table wants I, to see the I monsters fighting. I want a heavy destruction and, and big monster fight, which <laughs> for some reason thinks we need to pan away from the actual monsters mm-hmm. and focus on what 
how Millie Bobby Brown is surviving 11 9 11s. Even biggest Godzilla fan on the podcast, um, Daniel Ryan, was like, meh. It was okay. I mean, when it, when it did show the monsters, I was sort of like saying, oh, this is cool. But then immediately going to, I don't care. Because I, it's, the movie's way too long. And at some point, I, I kept, I kept trying to talk to myself where it's like, have I seen a monster yet? Even though they like like you have within like the first like few minutes, but oh my god! Like I was rolling my eyes. But the, we all knew this was going to happen too. So I saw yeah. I saw this in a semi-packed theater, which is semi, weird. Semi-packed. That is surprising. <laughs> is that seventy-five yeah. percent? Is that more? Less? I I would say just uh, it would it was seventy. It was over fifty. It would was it over be five out of eight pizza slices or. <laughs> That's the only thing I measure things on this podcast, and so I, I I couldn't even round up six out of eight. <laughs> sure. Okay. Anyway, pretty packed. The, pack. the the guy sitting next to me, as like the climax of the movie is going on, where like you're seeing pretty much nuclear waste being flown all across the screen. Yeah. His, the guy fell asleep <laughs> during the movie. His snores were louder than everything else that was going oh, on, man. and I was like. La- Oh my god. There's I have no Mori, wake up! I the monsters are fighting now. <laughs> Everything that I laughed in this movie was so like unnecessary for you yeah. to laugh at. The funniest part, and I, I've heard other people say this, was during uh, the Rodan sequence when he first like emerges <laughs> and they're he's chasing all the fighter pilots yeah. uh away from I guess Mexico City, I think it is. And uh yeah, he he comes out of a vault he, he emerges out of a Oh my god, this movie. This movie. I, I could t- I could talk all day about this. <laughs> yeah. I could have a whole YouTube video uh-huh. if I knew how to edit. Um, but uh, while he's like killing all these fighter pilots and then one guy gets like attacked by Rodan, uh, one of the, one of the, like the fighter pilots and then he decides to eject. He ejects right into the monster's mouth. <laughs> and <laughs> I laughed. Dumb, dumb. I laughed yeah. so hard. <laughs> I so couldn't good. help it. I was, oh. like, I was like this see they have insert character for jokes. Yeah, that there's oh, like yeah. Um, Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, from uh, what from, did you call me? Yeah, <laughs> from Silicon Valley, and then there's the other guy who played the the father in Get Out, who's been in a bunch of other stuff. Oh, who was in Billy uh, uh, Billy Madison? He was the same billionaire. I was like, uh, he, he was the one who like challenges Billy to like say, "I'm going to win your father's company." Yeah. same guy. He was annoying. Uh, it's, they have these science, scientist characters who are just like they have to say jokes because does Ken Watanabe uh, make an appearance? Oh, he's no, he he's does. like he's like co-star. He's like um, he's always a co-star. He's in like movies. second. Like if it's like um, oh god, I don't he even, should be the hero of the movie if he's such he a kind, co-star. I mean, he is sort of like the hero of the movie when yeah. I think about it. They do yeah, a but they could have just eliminated. And there are other family. actors that also, can play these roles. There is a char- so there's like. Ken Watanabe, including two other characters, are, are reoccurring characters from the first movie. Yes, which I saw. One character who reoccurs dies, eh. at, but the, but then it happens on screen, but it's like, I didn't know until after they kind of confirmed that oh, this character was dead. I'm like, died. when did this happen? <laughs> because it's so like quick and, and like doesn't put too much focus on it, at least in my opinion, mm. where I was just like, what? What? <laughs> it, it's like it didn't matter at all. The movie didn't matter at and at, at all. There there could have been there was like world building in in, in this movie, but it, it kind of deviates so much from it. So you can focus and and talk about what um, Vera Famiga's character yeah. is doing in this. And but her we purpose. like her. I think she, I didn't. Well, her character felt so unredeemable. Well, friend that of the they podcast, had to, Dan Ryan, like that they that they had to give her a reason to, to make her redeemable. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. of children. 
children. It was so bad. I, I, I hated it. I hated her character. And, and you know what? So, do we like Roland Emmerich by no, chance? I don't, you have to give me examples. Um, the disaster, uh, disaster movie guy. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like Independence Day, twenty twelve. Yeah. Um, day after, wrong, day after tomorrow. For the wrong reasons, yeah. Yeah. So this this kind of felt like this, but in the worst way, where it's like you weren't seeing a lot of destruction in the in the in what you wanted to see. So there's always like a moment where a character has to drive up in a vehicle and explode at, something at, at, while while yeah. tons of shits going on, and then they just roll down the window. They just say. Get in! <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I expected that was going to happen, and they do that, and I was just like, fuck! Yeah. What? Why? Did you call the movie before it happened? Oh Welcome my to my world. God. And it's like, we have to make, like, it's like, it's because of these characters, why the monsters are winning. It's like, no, it shouldn't be. Oh, and yeah. it, so, this leads into the last movie before we talk about the, the, the movie. All right. So I've done, I've, I've now been a psychopath where, now, after I watch like at least like a remake or something, I have to go back and rewatch the original or or some kind of something that does it better. Oh, I, I so think I know what you're talking. I about. watched Shin Godzilla. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Child's Play, and I was like, no, 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 no. Shin Godzilla is amazing. That movie, I love that movie, is great. Yeah, I never, I have never watched a Godzilla movie. Same director as the Digimon movie. Is it really? I mean, the Evangelion movies. Oh, okay, and Evangelion. Um, yeah. well, I've watched Wait, and those. Digimon though. No. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> Pardon. So I, I've never watched a traditional Godzilla movie. Actually, I, I that's wrong. I've watched two Gamera movies, but those were also like Mystery Science Theater 3000. So uh, yeah. I, I, I can't really um, speak for that. But this movie was like so calculated, and they knew exactly mm-hmm. how they wanted to address because this was basically a spiritual remake yeah. of the original Godzilla movie. And you movie. actually see the monster. You see it, but it's like you don't see it a lot. And but the thing is, they but it's use effective. they use it sparingly, yeah, and it's practical and, effects. And you actually and, like feel like like yeah. whoa, like what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I hear there are like themes, yes, and subtexts, many, many yeah. themes in this movie. And they they kind of go back to classic, like why they made Godzilla in the first place yeah. in terms of like. Imagine that, that. like <laughs> the fear of nuclear fallout because it's it was post um, uh, World, World War Two, you know, and that that was the whole mantra behind it. So when I'm seeing characters who aren't family related, but they're all kind of like there's military people, there's science divisions, there's people that have to break off into another part to like mm-hmm. have all these like kind of big heads to like kind of like this like what's going to happen next? Uh, what can we predict to prevent the next next? disaster from Godzilla and it, it's brilliant it's great and it's like two hours long I watched it like as soon as I got home and, and I was just like oh, god <laughs> this was this was so much better than what I just oh, yeah. watched which was meant to be just utter destruction and chaos where this one kind of minimalizes that but has general focus and good narrative and good writing then you definitely and like the, Evangelion and the, and the human <laughs> element matters yeah I was do not, do not, Supports. do not expect good things or good expectations when you go see King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, yeah. That movie is going to be garbage. Well, the I'm still going to okay. see it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm going to regret it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to regret it. Not too. until the musical comes to Broadway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Godzilla that's... the musical. <gasps> what could go wrong? So, those are my movies. Now, can we talk about something? Else. Well, I got a letter into the room. 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no! It's Ma! Get naked, boy! <gasps> I told you not to go upstairs. Listen. You sick! This is a house divided. <laughs> Some of us loved this movie. Oh, it was so Some fun. of us didn't enjoy this movie. It was very good. <laughs> I love Ma! Hey, audience. Oh no. Don't let me drink alone. <laughs> and she didn't. I loved Ma. She did not. Um, I'm gonna give my thoughts very succinctly. I'll you know, go last. Since we're on a time limit. I enjoyed it. It was camp. It could have been more camp. The characters were yeah. stupid, and if you're not rooting for Ma, you're in the wrong house. <laughs> my course. favorite lines included when she hit that woman and said, Cunt! <laughs> and <laughs> that was when she emerged from hell from the basement below. Oh, yeah. And watching this movie at a Jersey-guarded cinema <laughs> is some of the best experience you could have. I'm sure oh. I'll chime in when Matt you know, details his watching, but <laughs> oh, I'm mean, Team Ma, where's the sequel? I think I'll make it short. This is great fun to watch in a theater. It's, it's, uh, it is campy, like you say. You do have to be on Team Ma, because I do appreciate that. They make her you know, pretty sympathetic, I think. Like, Everything that was happening to uh, her victims, I was like, "Yeah, fuck them. They deserve it." Yeah. Um, Literally, and I wish she did more. Exactly, I do. <laughs> she did some though. That was Not pretty a lot. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do wish maybe you got a little bit crazier, a little more chaotic. Yeah. But this is like you know, it's it's mainstream, it's low key. Um, so I see why they did what they did. It's still just such a blast. I feel, uh, I feel fulfilled watching it. Like this is exactly what I want. I was unfulfilled. Oh. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't. I think Academy Award winner Octavia Spencer didn't do enough for you. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's so. I weird. just love that she's staring right next to these so characters and no one notices. This is she's very. This is very much a B movie. I think it's Bloodhouse yeah. also yeah. Yeah, that did yep, this. Yep. Oh, and, it's um, cheap. And there's actual actors that are in this movie too. Really, I, I wouldn't notice them. Look, no, they have the help woman, the the Octavia uh, Spencer. No, but like no, other no. woman who was <laughs> who had cancer. That was uh, Emma. What? She, I don't know her name. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone's mother. Who? Like, I, I. I don't remember. She her was name. also in um that uh, skate that um. Allison Janney. That's it. Yeah, and yeah. I like was her. Was she in this? She was the yeah, vet. She, she was the vet. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I would have known she got three lines. She gets killed off screen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we do see her. Or, what's in her name? Cage. What, what's her character's name? Not Ma. The Wan. The Wan. Can you shave that cat? Get off the goddamn <laughs> phone, Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Sue Like I just every time that happened, I was I was in stitches. I love this. Oh, like, oh, you're gonna get yours, lady. And the woman next to us in the oh. theater said all their thoughts aloud. Oh, yeah. I want to trust her. <laughs> I want to be doing that. See, Don't go down in that basement, kids. Yeah. I didn't have those characters in my theater. Oh. I think I, I What I, theater did you go to? Linden. Well, Jersey oh. Gardens is the only way to go. <laughs> of course. I, yeah, there are some interesting Midsummer watching coming this week. I'm so excited! <laughs> oh, it's um, gonna be good. I, All five of us in the theater are gonna be excited! <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I do wish there was, like, a level of, like, more craziness. I think I wish she was, like, more crazy like, off the bat. Like, she, yeah, well, like she, was also, she was already killing people. she was wronged. A woman sc- scorned. I mean, I kind I of do. like... If she were crazier, she would have had to be more competent as a character. But I like that she yeah. is kind of incompetent. Like oh, she, yeah. she wasn't I, a sociopathic no. killer. She I was think just... if the kids would have been her friend a little bit more, she would have been fine. I, yeah. That that I do like, but the thing is, I didn't want that. I wanted like 
her to do start doing like I, I, oh, like when you, you see like all the masks a, oh, yeah. in, her, in her house I, would, I thought like yeah she, 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 she's like no like like mecha lecha high mecha high thanks zombie like I, I wanted more of like her craziness you know like when she pulls the, Yo. when the first time she pulls out that yeah. gun on that, on that oh kid, that was great that oh, was yeah. the best I, I was like I was starting laughing it was like yeah. oh here we go here's yes. the craziness but it's like you're right I wish like I, has the trailer kind of tricked you or it's like I wish she this was like a haven for her yeah. like this oh we're going to Mars you know Mm-hmm. Like it's my, and which that's what it kind of turns into. It evolves into yeah. that. But I wish it was like that off this uh, on the spot. And yeah. I wish she was already killing people <laughs> like previously. I just don't like jump scares. When that teen when, threw the drink at the window, and, you know how high I jumped. And her actions are pretty justified. Yeah. But the thing, I, I I wanted something more. I want I wanted something a little bit more juicy. Yeah, I agree with you. I wanted something juicier. But I, think I wanted was, her to burn the whole town. I think it was camp <laughs> enough just seeing Kill her, you know, uh, kick open that basement door, grab a dick, you know, and, oh, and yeah. walk up into the bedroom and then have to the, beat the shit out of her. Have the <laughs> secret daughter in the wheelchair that she's like, get back in bed and it's not party time Oh for yeah, y'all. like, like, genie. G- give less emphasis on that and just have oh, her Oh, I predicted out. it since we knew I, her character. Character. I was like, oh, you know, she's the only other black person in this uh, town. The whole movie's predictable, True. which I'm kind of sad about. I wish there was just a, a little bit more. I wish it was like more. Wish, oh, yeah. I wish it was more wish upon. You know, I wish you did it, not just compare Ma to wish upon. I know because wish upon's a much more funnier, campy movie. It's funnier, but and, and I just uh, I, I wanted more. Damn, la- you got me. I wanted more <laughs>, laughs at this movie. Well, and, we and laughed we, plenty. We Don't worry. Right. When, when, when she runs over the jogger and says, Cut, oh, yeah. I'm the only one in the theater who clapped and cheered. <laughs> She's uh. also another, like, like, kind of like B-A-list sort of actress. She's popped out of a bunch of movies. She? I yeah. don't know. The uh, Runner. Bar- the Jogger. The Runner. Her, her previous... <laughs> we got a Runner. Her high school flame was Bard the Bowman from oh, yeah. uh, the Hobbit movies. Yeah. And uh, main girl's uh, mother, uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff. I'll, I forget her name. We but, need to learn yeah. actors' names I think on she, this she, I think she was in like a Christian movie I watched. <laughs> or maybe it was a dog God's movie. God's Not Here? Like a... <laughs> no. God's Not Here, man. Uh, maybe like a dog's purpose. She oh, might have been in, in the trailer. I, I, I can't watch that movie. That movie's sad. The dog dies and gets reincarnated. How many times? She, she, she originally was in a... Um, Wait, was What's she? eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, that's a sad movie. She's the she's the main love interest. Oh. I thought you were say the mom. I'm like, no, damn, no. she's yeah. lost weight. <laughs> yeah. And she, and she uh, found the well of Im- Im- immortality. I could say that I'm fat, audience. <laughs> fat, hey. You're not as fat as that woman is. <laughs> and then there's Mama. <laughs> That's a sad she was also in uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh. She was. Yeah. She was the she was the daughter. Wow. She she lived. Stripper. She lived at like, the oh. end. Yeah. With uh, George Clooney. All right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I kind of wish Ma was a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, a little That's bit fair. more. I need a little. I need some more Ma. Well, you'll get the sequel, Grandma. Liar! Liar! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Grandma. Oh man, I want Ma to verse uh, Freddy. No, 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 no. <laughs> this this might be better. This might be a better film. I want Ma to verse Robin Williams from One Hour Photo. Oh, uh, we had Ma versus Sugar Mama in our you yeah. know from Proud Ma Family. Ma versus <laughs> Medea. Ooh. But Medea's dead. Or is she? Oh, Medea will be back. Well, well, Ma's dead, or is, is she? she? I hope not. She's oh, not. Oh, my God. We'll be first in line. They're both in hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, movie phone has finally ended. Mercifully. With that trod in the boards. Anyone got any theater news? To- I, I can go real fast. All right, I got a few things, but I'll make them quick. So uh, I recently saw a production of uh, Madre La Mancha yeah. at Playhouse 22. Don Quixote. 
in East Brunswick, New Jersey. With uh, also with uh, also included friend of the show uh, Alexander Portera was Yay! part of the show. Yeah, um, and it was great. It, I, I, um, it's a good show. It's. I will say at times it feels a little bit dull. It's not a very like vibrant show. That's but my it, kind of musical. But but it, but <laughs> it, it, it it's sent. It's very well. Rounded. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's a great show. It's uh, it's good. Song. It's sad, you know, as yeah. well. And uh, um, but yeah, it's just, it's also just like one of those classic classic pieces that yeah. that should be really cherished uh, mm-hmm. to this day. It doesn't match the book at all, but oh no no, oh, <laughs> for, but for all the yeah. right reasons as well. Yeah, because you know? it ta- this pl- t- takes place in a prison during like the Spanish Inquisition, and so or this a- staging. The, place, this yeah. um. Yeah. Actor, actor yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm speaking for the character who, uh-huh. um, who decides where it's like I'm going to tell my story, but through um, the the man known as Don Quixote, you know. Oh, and, okay. And so like it's that, and then and then they kind of like change it up as it as it goes along for for its own reasons, you know. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was I I knew about maybe over half of the cast I've yeah. I've, I've previously worked with or even um, a couple people who I think have directed me as well uh, who are just outstanding. They added another show because they've been selling out like crazy. Damn, and it holds maybe a theater over two hundred. I want to say that's good. And uh, yeah, and I you know I've I've worked at a theater before as well. And you it's, have, yeah. Oh, I've I I, uh, I I was in uh, Big Fish the musical uh-huh. as a uh, Carl. And then that was one of my favorite roles. The giant, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, and yeah, that's a. Uh, I would say it's closing weekend tomorrow. Yeah. The, the, depending on when this goes up, but uh, yeah. Oh, it'll go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow. It's, it's uh today. It's, it's good. Whatever. It's, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, Any next other thing. Shows to next thing. Personal thing for me. I just got cast in a production of Chess the Musical. Oh, I love Woo! this fucking musical. Me and Matt are going. Tell us when tickets are on sale because I love this fucking musical. When does it open? Uh, it opens September 27th through... <laughs> School starts, but I, I'll go. I want to say October oh, 11th or 12th. I'll go. I'm not exactly sure. I love sure. Chess that much. Uh, <laughs> I think there'll be at least eight or nine performances. Okay. That's what I want to say. And, uh, what do you mean? Opening night. That's when we got to go. I'm not entirely sure yet which London production we're doing. Well, there's a thousand productions. I know. And there's there's there. a whole. So there's, no one's sure. There's what production a whole you're doing. history. Sure, your director doesn't know what production you're doing yet. <laughs> it it is one of the London ones. That it's narrows that, it down to about five hundred productions. Because you no, know, like as like during callbacks and our auditions, like yeah. I was seeing, it's like oh, they're not doing this song. As long as you have Embassy Lament, you have Arbiter, you have. Oh, uh, we have Arbiter. Good. <laughs> Good. I am the Arbiter. I know the score. Man, what From I wouldn't square give. One, you know. When I when I told my mom I was doing the show and I was like uh, yeah. I was showing her some of the music, and then I put on um, Bangkok uh, one night in Bangkok. Bangkok Oriental sending the city and doesn't know what the city is getting. She was like, like, "Oh, I know this song." I was like, "You do?" It's yeah. like, "Yeah, there's a big hit. I yeah. love this." My dad loves that musical, and uh, yeah, he doesn't know what it's about, but he loves that song. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know it was like a like a hit single, but uh, it was a concept album, yeah. But uh, interesting. No, uh, Tim uh, Rice. The I'm not a big fan of the. Broadway version. Oh, the Broadway version. But uh, no, the 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 original one. Yeah. I've been listening to is is. Uh, is you good. need to listen to the concert with um, Josh Groban and Adina Menzel. Nice. Just live in concert. Who needs a dream? That's my go-to audition song, but you'll never now hear it outside a karaoke audience. I'm yeah. Where I want to be and who I want. But uh, I'll be um, uh, Alexander Molokov in this. Uh, yeah. So you need show, to listen so. to Great Comet and learn some Russian. 
Oh, yeah. I need to teach you some Russian. Well, like all of yesterday, like we'll at work, <laughs> on, on repeat, I had the Russian national anthem playing on my phone. Oh, boy. And, uh, oh, the Read co- War and Peace, you know. The co- Watch the Sergei Bondachev. I was playing it through uh, my, YouTube, uh, my YouTube. Oh, I got Tinder open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies. Hey, I'm, hey, uh, I'm single, ladies. Um, <laughs> no, I was, I was playing it through my, my YouTube, and the comments were great. Oh, my goodness. I won't go through them now, mm. just because it'll take me a while to find it, but uh, god damn. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. No, I, I could have sworn I, I found I'm scared what was coming. Was the gun coming I, I out? I don't know. Oh, Lisa's yeah. mind. So, so the top com- commenter for the Russian national anthem on YouTube goes, better than YouTube rewind. Yeah. <laughs> or YouTube rewind. I don't know. Yeah. I thought I just thought it was funny. Oh. It's random. From the mouth yeah. of babes, audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, well, anyway, it's my try on the board segment. I saw Cola Scola, you may know from... Uh, difficult people you may know ah. from Matthew on difficult people I believe oh okay um, nice. at home with Amy Sedaris as uh, <laughs> uh, Chassie Tucker live in his show Shh, pretend I'm sleeping and it was a riot I love him <laughs> it was very me humor where he takes characters that he created and he basically makes monologues for them and performs them um, we've got a film noir segment where he's playing uh, someone who's uh, a car dealership like and they're partnering with Ashley Furniture at the end he reveals that the person he's been talking to is really Ikea he goes Ikea you Swedish bitch <laughs> and shoots her and then the detective goes how did you know it was Ikea well it was simple officer I just had to put the pieces together uh, <laughs> it's great and um, we got a song Poopy Sue, which is a banger. I loved it. I love him. Oh. Very. I mean, I've seen clips from his show before, but this is seeing him live in person. Very, very me humor. <laughs> and it, it was at Joe's Pub. I love that place. $35 a ticket to sit in front row. And all you got to do is buy dinner and drinks. And who doesn't do that anyway? Um, <laughs> gotta eat. But it was great. Octet, my Ooh. go-to show, got its cast recording funded in less than 12 hours. And it's coming out in September. Give it a listen. I love Octet. I love Dave Malloy. We're going to see him soon at <sighs> Moby Dick. <laughs> is the, uh, what is it, Patreon Kickstarter? Uh, Kickstarter is still open? Kickstarter. Still open. All right. But it got funded. And you know I donated way more than I should. <laughs> and last show that I have to plug, Grace McLean, who you know from Alice by Heart, yes. which got a cast recording recently. I would, yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I'm a big follower of her. I think Matt would be really into her music, too, because she uses, like, a synthesizer or a mixer that she recorded <laughs> and then and does, like, and shit with loops. it. It's really cool. Okay. Um, I have her first two albums on my, my iPod this week. But uh, she opened a show recently by herself at Lincoln Center. Um, it's called In the Green, and it's the retelling of the origin story of Hildegard von Bingen, who is a healer, composer, exorcist, and saint from, I think, the 14th century. But it's set to pop electronic music that she Hmm. mixes on her own. And it's a big hit, apparently. Um, I hope it gets a cast album, because I don't think I'll be able to see it, because I'm busy this summer, and I can't do another city trip, especially to Lincoln Center, because I can only hoof it so many times to the train. But I love her. Good job, Grace McLean. Well, in the green. If I, I ever go there, out. if I ever go to Lincoln Square for a movie, you could uh, <laughs> you hitch could. along. Yeah, I got one more. Oh boy! About to say. Um, um, speaking of Alice by Heart, uh, friend who was also in the show, uh, Zachary Infante, is also in the uh, the uh, John Leguizamo show, uh, Kiss My Ass Tech. Yeah, which is on Broadway right now. Um, which uh, apparently is getting really good reviews. John Leguizamo only because oh, I think it, I think it's also um, taking from his one man show, like a history of Latin. 
uh, yeah. Latin history, I think. Yeah, he always so, does one damn thing. So uh, I, I think it's uh, taking some inspiration from that, and uh, you know, he's personally been overseeing that as well. So uh, yeah, g- 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 give that a look. Yeah. Looks you over. And so. sexy Oklahoma cast recording is out. Give it a listen. It's good. And John Leguizamo is also on uh, When They See Us. That's true. I heard that too. Yep. All right. Final segment: disc jockeys. Well, I don't have anything. I don't have much. Uh, I have something. Well, I'm just going to mention uh, I discovered a new radio station, 88.7 FM in Wayne, New Jersey. I don't Wayne. Even, I don't Come even, back, Wayne. <laughs> I don't even think we get it here. Slumps um, over. <laughs> that's how low frequency the station is. But you can listen. <laughs> it's that hipster frequency. <laughs> how do you listen to it? Through a glass door? How? Uh, cannon string. Uh-huh. No, it's... um. It's online. It's streaming, and it's on TuneIn Radio. Uh, it's pretty okay. Um, I was impressed when I first found it, and when I first started listening, I think it was like a, a Saturday at uh, midnight, or maybe it was a weeknight at like <laughs> 1 or 2 a.m. You know, when you're perusing <laughs> radio. Uh, well, I heard them mention on News 12. I imagine you have I like a radio it. next to you, and you're just fiddling with the dial, <laughs> and you're like, hmm. What's on tonight? Um, A a house fire. (laughs) Yeah, baby! (laughs) I'm right there. No, this, uh, when I first started listening to it, they had a promising set that was a nice mix of like indie pop, alternative, and alternative hip hop, which is like me to a T. And I, I was just really into what I was hearing. I was discovering new stuff. But since then, when I've listened to it, it hasn't been that good ratio or mix of music that I, I heard that first time. So, I mean, it's still a fine radio station. There are no commercials. Um, but it's not the special thing that I thought it was, that I thought fit me to a T. Um, and I'm just hoping to uh, discover that again sometime. Um, outside of that, I, I re-listened to Daft Punk's discography, and mm. uh, it's nice. It's fun. <laughs> I, I played it in my car for uh, the first time, probably, in uh, years. It's, High school? It's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this car that I've had for a few years now. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it just sounds really good when you're driving around. Hmm. I recommend it. All right. I guess I'll end disc jockeys, which is uh, abnormal. I'll have one right once you're over. (sighs) You took that from me. I can do it now. Do it now. (laughs) I want to end. I'll give a a moment of silence to my Sirius XM radio account. Oh, no. So um, I have a company car that I bought. uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, And... Previous owner had a um, Sirius XM account oh, wow. that was uh, mooch, 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 which I've had for five years. God damn! And this was obviously from the actual company, and uh, I won't, I won't, won't say what because I might get in trouble. Um, uh, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. But like, I've I found so much music through through Sirius XM, and, oh. and it was it was so great. Um, like alt rock, uh, indie. Broadway as well. Goodbye, Seth Rodesky. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I mean, I do it's, love it's, Seth. It's, it's been it's been a fun ride. I can't stand the Broadway channel. It makes uh, me nauseated. No, there's some good stuff. I have I have I have some. I mean, there's stuff I never get to hear. You know. Um, you could I'm pick sure up you a could, vinyl. You could find something on a Pandora or TuneIn. Yeah. Or anything. But I think that's more difficult. This For this, it was like more relevant. Than there or was... just come to my house where I have everything. <laughs> True. But uh, yeah, I, I was. it just happened so randomly. Because like my car kind of like self-updates it sometimes. And then uh. right within two seconds, I was like, what do you mean I'm unsubscribed? Ups- <laughs> uh. And I mean, uh, maybe now like uh, it'll give me some investment where it's like, it's like, yeah, maybe I will pay $100 a year for... 
for a radio. But it the, depends on how much you listen to radio. There's more expensive things you can buy. But the fact that I had free, like, hey, like, you mooched it for a long radio. Oh, yeah. you, you, got your, right? you got your, you got your money's in. worth. Don't worry. You got uh, your money's worth. But I was like, how long is this car gonna last me too? But um, yeah. I'm sad, but uh, you know now now it's R.I.P. Now it's invested me to get more physical uh, media, so I've just picked up like Which is dying. Vampire Weekend mm-hmm. and um, 1975 uh, physical copies. Even though I already own them digitally, but when uh, are cars going to come with record players? I've got something in my front pocket for you. But yeah, yeah, that's it. All right, one last thing: Sub Pop Records, who I know from. Father John Misty, you know, yeah. who got me introduced mm. to there. They're good. Um, they've got a certain singer by the name of Orville Peck, who goes by the flamboyant cowboy. Um, mm. His first album, Pony, came out, and it's very, like, cerebral western with um, gay themes. Okay. It's mm. interesting. That's a very... Um, that's not a mix you hear often. What I would um, compare it to is if you've ever seen Blue Velvet yeah. by mm-hmm. David Lynch, future watch on this podcast, probably, from me. Um, one of my favorite Lynch films. Um, it's like that feeling where, you know, a smile in the summer night, you know, comes on and that sort of like you're in the back of a honky tonk, huh. just listening and drinking. It's pretty good. I could deal with it. And Sub Pop is the one that convinced me. I was like, you know. I'll check it out. And I've heard him on a few podcasts that I listened to and I was like, they went to a live show. Apparently he's a good live performer. Yeah. Listen to Pony by Orville Peck. Pretty I'm a nice. pony! I'm a pony! I'm a pony! Yeah. Don't you feel like a pony when you sweat? What's that from? That's um, Richard Simmons. Oh, from his workout tapes. <laughs> yeah. I think or, I work out. Or, or, the nutty, or the nutty professor. <laughs> yeah, or that. Um, and then shout out to Lizzo. She's killing the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drop I, the mic. I still think she could take over Melissa McCarthy as uh, as Ursula? Ursula. She could do it. I feel like I, I feel like drag should be the way to go for Ursula. The character is based on Divine. I know. That's why. That's why I'm. <laughs> there in to- are ten drag queens. I'm Ginger in, Minge. Everyone wants to play agree- her. I'm in total agreement with that. It's fucked up. Hell, I, I would. I I, what the fuck? Lady Gaga could have played her over her. I've, I've said this before. I've gone on record, but it's like I would love to play Ursula. But I hear that RuPaul auditioned to play Sebastian, so he could be huh. Sebastian. Mm. That could be fun. But but that's gonna be just a voice, right? Yeah. It's gonna be. Uh, well, you think it's going to be a real crap? Right. It's, not, it's, it's not going to be motion capture with three other guys. Well, Melissa McCarthy, come on, man. I know. How white bread could you get? Is she also going to fall over <laughs> in, in water? Because that's all she does. Yeah. Oh, did you see, you, have you seen the trailer for that... Um, for that, those bad moms, those mob moms in the city. Mob <laughs> moms in it's, the city. It's her, Tiffany Haddish, yeah. and um, I forget, uh, what's her name from um, The Handmaidens. Or handmade. Elizabeth Banks? No, not Elizabeth Banks. I think it might be called Bad Moms. I don't think it's Bad Moms, oh. but like I, I'm, I'm being, a, I'm being an asshole. But uh, <laughs> no. literally, they play like, like, like three, like, like mothers who are like uh, part of like the Italian mob, I guess, in New oh, York. Mob wives? No, no. It's, some, it's something. Are you else. sure it's not Bad Moms? <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Bad Moms is a movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I oh, mean, yeah, it's not that. But uh, <laughs> I've seen the trailer like three, four times now, and it's terrible. But it's mm. like they run the mob when their husbands are in jail or something like that, and it's like you better watch out for women because we're bad <laughs> or something oh, like while while sweet. while painted black is playing in the background like yeah. oh i haven't seen this before i just miss big Ange. that's all i miss is this a newer movie it, it, it this movie hasn't come out yet oh okay, okay just look up melissa mccarthy and then like 
something Italian mob, maybe. And you <laughs> could do that on your free time, audience. But for now, we're going to bid adieu yeah. to this episode of Amuse Bouche, brought to you by Nightcaps at the Theater. And um, I guess we can sign off. Where could our audience find you on social media? I'll start. You can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter, and you can follow my other anime slash tail end of Studio Ghibli podcast, Anime Was Not a Mistake, where we're recently watching. Maybe by the time this is up, if you listen, we'll be watching The Red Turtle, which is vaguely Ghibli. We're on the last two before our Goro Awards take place, but we'd welcome you to tune in, listen, and enjoy some anime with us. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, my name is Matt. You could find me chilling at Mars. Uh, peep the socials, peep Snapchat and Insta for, uh, you know, for the deets. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. Guys, we have to talk at the quarry. It's an emergency. <laughs> Block that bitch, Ma. I she have, fake as fuck. <laughs> I have cancer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad we laughed when we're like, where you're lying? Right, we knew it. Oh, no, hold on. Before I do my thing. Yeah. The be- I think the best part of the movie was it was good payoff. Was the Christian girl who pretended to be asleep at parties? Oh yeah! Oh, yeah then, was, and I was like, "Why is she but, here?" But then when you hear, like, I don't know, it's like, "This is how we do." And when she, <laughs> yeah, when she Ma's dancing, and she's like, "Yeah, wow, this music's <laughs> right? really good." And then at the end of the movie, when she's hog tied up, and then she wakes up, and the girl's like, "No, no, no!" And then she just <laughs> goes right back to yes. sleep. Yes, right, I, I thought, I'm just wondering why she's there. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was pretty good. Oh. Uh, uh, the movie I was talking about was The Kitchen. The kitchen oh, yeah. with Melissa McCarthy. Oh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you can find me over at uh, on Twitter at Manny Wears Hats or on Instagram at mzebro junior or, or follow my video game pod- podcast <laughs> Inside the Gamer Stronghold. Um, we recently had a um, conjoined episode, a two parter, mm. where we talk about uh, um, the Electronic uh, Entertainment Expo, also known as E3. Oh. Uh, and uh, we had a we had a fun time. Yeah, part yeah. two I go a little heavy though. I'm sorry, it's uh, the alcohol that does it. That's okay. I know you love Nintendo Switch. I do love Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I I took maybe a two week hiatus, but I will I will return. Uh, just <laughs> Mark like, will return. Mark and <laughs> Avengers Five. Ma <laughs> Ma strikes back. <laughs> oh, Ma for uh, Thanos. Oh God. Ma v Thanos. Ma versus Red it. Skull. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I think is that it. That's it. Yeah, that's All it. Right. Well, <laughs> don't make us drink alone, audience. Don't make us drink alone. Thank you for joining us for another installment of Nightcaps at the Theater. Special thanks to the Free Music Archive for providing the track Four Way by William Ross Chernoff's Nomads, an edited version of which you're hearing now. We at Nightcaps sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. If that's the case, or even if it's not, please remember to rate our show on iTunes and leave a review. It really means a lot. Good night, and binge responsibly.